0: Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. Do you ever think to yourself, if I just had a little more money, I'd be happier? Well, behavioral economist Phil Slade is here to tell you why that could be holding you back and how to change your mindset in a positive way. So I often get asked whether money can buy happiness Or whether money is the root of all evil. And can you spend to increase your happiness? Well, interestingly, uh, and probably you'll be happy to know that, no, money is not the root of all evil. But the pursuit of money can get you into trouble sometimes. But the research around money and and happiness is widely publicized and it's widely known that actually we do have a baseline happiness that's linked very closely to our financial state. So, you know, when the research was done, there is a a figure that's 90,000 US in Australia. It's around 120, 130 where we start to see a transition between uh, more money linking to more happiness. But after we get over a certain point, it's not that like we get more happy. It's not an exponential curve. It's like this curve that goes up very, very quickly to this point and we get happy and then your the minimal effects with the extra finance that that's going on. And what's going on? Well, part of this is that it's almost like a hierarchy of needs and that once your base need is met in terms of securing your your basic needs, your accommodation, your ability to be able to feed yourself, clothe yourself, and not have to worry about those basic things, the not being able to do that or being scared to not be able to do that actually creates unhappiness. So for you to be able to not have to worry about those things isn't creating the worries and the concerns that are starting to bring you down. And so you've mitigated for the unhappiness factor. And then it's all about how do you create Happiness. I think that's a really important thing to, to, to think about. I think also thinking about the pursuit of happiness is not actually what we're after. We're after the pursuit of meaning a lot of the way and meaning in our life. And we can start thinking about meaning once we've got those basic needs met. And so then it sort of shifts from the pursuit of happiness to the pursuit of meaning. And how can we meaningfully exist on the planet? How can we make sure we leave the planet better off than when we, when we came onto the planet? And I think the other big thing to remember is that peace is a form of happiness. We think of happiness as somehow this perpetual state of smiling and laughing, and and you know, sort of a high aroused state of happiness is what we think happiness is. And actually, peace is a form of happiness, and it's the form of happiness that we actually most desire. So, I think instead of saying can money buy you happiness? I often like to say, can money enable a peaceful, meaningful, and successful life? And that I think is very, very true. Money indeed can enable that. And you will be good to know, there are some ways that you can actually spend your money to increase that peace. That can increase your success in life, both in your health and your relationships and all other things that actually matter to you. So what can you do to spend money on to increase your commas happiness well we're going to look at a few things right after this break Uh So we have ascertained that money is not the root of all evil, but the perception and the use of money can be, but actually money can enable a baseline happiness. And the research shows us, and we know this from our own experience, that when we fall below a certain status in our financial status or in our worth, wealth, we, we actually become unhappy. But once we've reached this point of happiness, can we spend in order to increase that sense of happiness, to increase that sense of peace, meaning, and success? So there are, I've got four big areas that we can spend our money in order to increase that happiness. So the first thing is not to necessarily spend on a big extravagant holiday, but spend on many short experiences. Research shows us that we actually get more enjoyment and more life out of multiple short holidays than one big holiday each year. Often we think we're going to save up and we're going to go to you know overseas and the big lavish holiday and that's going to account for the rest of the year that we don't have any time at all and the research says actually a holiday yes the holiday itself might be okay but a lot of time on holidays is incredibly boring and we're just, you know, twiddling our thumbs. And But, but there's two impacts of a of holiday that's amazing because we remember the peak experiences and the low experiences. And so there's this impact that after the holiday, we get immense amounts of happiness leading up to the holiday and immense amounts of happiness post the holiday, remembering the holiday. The holiday itself isn't actually what creates the happiness. And so by creating more uh, opportunities for times to get away, even if it means you're being less extravagant on those times, means that you're going to increase your general happiness. Uh, for the rest of the year. And interestingly enough, there's some figure, and I can't remember offhand, I think it's about 10 days of happiness that that happens after a holiday. And that 10 days is pretty robust, whether you've taken five days off or whether you've taken five weeks off. So do yourself a favor and go away more often than, uh, than and, and spend your money on, on going away more often rather than the, the big extravagant once-offs uh, every couple of years. The second thing is to spend on relationships. Relationships are what make the, life more uh, livable and they've actually done all these studies on the number of close relationships you have directly correlates with how long you're going to live in life if you want to live a long time you'll have good strong solid relationships so invest in those relationships you're investing in a longer life longer more peaceful meaningful successful life the third thing is to spend on legacy spend on things that are going to be here after you're gone the, the, the knowledge that, that your impact on the planet is going to last well beyond your time here gives immense peace and satisfaction, particularly to people as they go into the second half of their life. So spend on legacy. And fourth, and this is maybe a little bit unusual, but spend on beauty things that you can experience over and over again. And when you spend on beauty, learn to consistently go back to that thing. It could be a painting. It could be a piece of architecture. It could be something that you've done to the the house. It could be where you live in a beautiful view. Spend on beauty and then learn to revisit your first love of that thing. Learn to take yourself back to that place and go, This was amazing because it's actually a really interesting uh, exercise when you're uh, looking at music and you, you know, randomly listen to music and a song comes on that you just detest, that you hate. But, you know, somebody at some point in creating that music thought it was the most amazing thing, learning to go, where's the amazing in this? Where's the beauty in the normal? recognizing the beauty in the normal of that song makes that song so much more bearable at the time. And all of a sudden, it's not such a bad thing. And the same effect happens when you invest or do something in things that you actually do think are beautiful and remind yourself and revisit yourself Um about why you thought it was beautiful, why you thought it was amazing. There's something in our psyche that loves the symmetry, that loves beauty, and that feeds off that and makes you feel good. So the four things that you can spend, spend on many short experiences, spend on relationships, spend on legacy, and spend on beauty that you can experience over and over again. I hope you realize Phil has just given you the okay to spend money on something you find beautiful. So get out there and do it before he changes his mind. Thanks so much for listening and I will catch you on Friday for another episode of Small Change.